Hello and welcome to the My Fitness Podcast. My name is Mayomi, otherwise known as Mai. And here we are with our first episode, guys. So this podcast is based on some questions that have been asked of me from my one-to-one online coaching clients and also my clients um, from Dedicate to 8, which is our online um, nutrition and fitness coaching program. So I'm just going to jump straight in with the first question, which is how fats are associated with hormonal imbalance. So hormones are composed of fats and cholesterol. So that's why we need fats. But also fat is required for the absorption of fat soluble vitamins. So they will be like um, vitamins A, vitamins D, vitamin E and vitamin K. And our hormones require these vitamins to be produced. So essentially, essential fatty acids, we need these to maintain multiple hormone levels. Um, And the essential fatty acids are involved in the regulation of reproductive hormones. And well, not just reproductive hormones, actually, like many hormones um, and our endocrine system. So it's slightly more important for women but men also need that um fats in the diet for hormone function as well so when um i'm getting ready for a show for example uh the closer you get to the show lots and lots of girls experience losing their menstrual cycle because of really low body fat and real low calories um so if which hasn't happened to me, thank God. But um, as a res- and this is usually a result of having like um, low um, a low fat intake, obviously because the calorie intake is low. So if in any case, any coach that I know, any good coach that I know, if this was to happen to anybody, they would then start increasing fats back into the diet in order to get the hormone functioning, the hormones functioning um, better again. Um, which isn't always the case. Sometimes it takes a longer period of time. But yeah, so that's essentially why we need um, the essential fatty acids in our diet in terms of hormone balance. The next question is, what is the best way to ease DOMS? Um, DOMS is delayed onset muscle soreness, which if you're new to training or you started a new training program, you're more than likely um start experiencing doms after your training yeah so i would recommend any additional activity to increase blood circulation is a good idea um soon after training as possible definitely keep as active as possible the next day i think most people can probably relate to especially after like say a leg day um you know you you're sitting around you're not moving much and the doms are just a lot worse so lots of stretching foam rolling can help warm baths etc however i think for some people experiencing doms can actually be quite nice um and for other people it just really puts them off training so and the reason why i say i think it makes people feel well, not that it's nice, but they quite enjoy experiencing DOMS because you kind of get the feeling that you've had a really good workout. Um, it kind of lets you know you've engaged the right muscle groups. You know, if you've had a really um, 
I'll, I'll use legs as an example again, a really good leg session, you know, you've really worked your quads and the next day your quads are really sore. It kind of helps you feel like you've engaged the right muscles, which can be quite reassuring. But the important thing is to remember is if you don't experience DOMS, it doesn't mean you're not progressing. It doesn't mean you're not getting stronger. And it definitely doesn't mean you're not adding lean muscle tissue if that's what your goal is. It can often be a sign that you're not recovering well enough. So you might not be getting enough sleep. Your training volume might be too high. You might not be getting in enough protein or enough calories in general. So it's not always a sign of a good or a bad session. It's just something that happens to the body when we train, especially if the training stimulus is new. Moving on to our next question, which is what's the benefit of drinking lemon water or water with apple cider vinegar in the morning? So the reason why people consume this in the morning is because it helps boost digestion. Um, It's a really good way to start the day before you've consumed any kind of meal. Um, Apple cider vinegar and lemon are both antioxidants that can help fight inflammation and promote improved immunity. Um, Lemon is a really, really great source of vitamin C also. um, And apple cider vinegar helps fight against bad bacteria, fungus and yeast in the gut. So consuming it before you've had anything to eat in the morning will be more beneficial um, than it would so after you'd eaten anything. So that is probably the reason why most people have lemon water or apple cider vinegar or both in the morning. So the next thing I want to talk about isn't actually a question, but it is a topic that's came up in the past week um, when I've been speaking to clients. Um, and it's about hunger. Um, so I just want to just say, when you start to diet, or you lower your calories, your body will tell you that it wants to eat. So your body's going to kind of work against you. It's going to register that you're you're on lower calories, which isn't what it wants. I mean, our body fat is our survival mechanism. It's normal to have body fat. So when we diet, obviously, we're trying to get rid of our body fat, whereas our body wants to hold on to it. So that's when we're going to start feeling hungry because it's our body telling us that it wants more food. Yeah. So how we tackle that is we focus on protein and we focus on fiber and that's fiber being our veg. So the more veg you have, the the, the the more voluminous our meal is going to be. So in terms of visually, our food or our meal looks a lot bigger. Um, And obviously, if we're loaded up with veggies on our plate, the longer the meal will last. So it's good to have a good volume of veggies in the diet for bigger meals, which will really help going forward. The same goes for protein. Um, Protein has a high thermic effect of food, which means it takes more calories to break down the food in the body. Um, And it's much more filling as well. So the more you eat of it, the fuller you will feel. Um, It also has amazing benefits for physique goals. Protein is important for building and keeping and holding onto muscle. And veg obviously is really important in terms of health. 
as well as the minerals and vitamin nutrients that you will get from from your veg. So basically, you just really need to be smart about your meals. You want to build them really, really well. So if you have a sweet tooth and you can incorporate things like protein bars or you know, the things that you like, then do so. But you've got to be smart and you've got to think about what you're eating um, and what's going to help you to adhere to your diet, which is the, the ultimate thing, yeah? So if you can't adhere to the diet, you won't get the results, which means if you're not being smart about your foods and you're hungry, the likelihood is that you're not going to adhere to your diet and you're going to go and grab something that you know, that probably isn't going to be in line with your goals. Um, So in terms of food choices, you can make something like, say, 1,500 calories look like a lot of food or not a lot of food at all. So fill your plate with veg or salads. Your plate doesn't have to look tiny. You know, you see some people that are dieting and you look at their plate and the plate just looks like a plate with... A little bit of food in it just load your plate up with loads of like voluminous foods that will keep you feeling satisfied yeah try to change your perception on hunger if you're on a fat loss diet a little bit of hunger is actually a good thing it means you're going in the right direction so see it as a sign of i'm losing body fat i'm a little bit hungry at the end of each day but it's okay i'm going in the right direction um Sometimes to help alleviate the feeling of hunger, um, a hot drink could help. So, you know, as you start to lose more body fat and your calories maybe start to decrease because you're not quite at your goal yet, um, you will need to find ways of managing the hunger. So um, hot drinks usually help. Um, and try not to see it as, I hate feeling hungry. It's okay to be hungry. You'll be fine. What you'll also find is that the hunger will come in waves and it's usually at the times when you'd normally eat. So, for example, if you was to fast for a whole day, the likelihood is you'll probably get hungry if you're a person who eats breakfast, lunch and dinner round about breakfast, lunch and dinner time. Um, So once those times have passed or if you stick to those normal regular meal timings, then you'll find that will help with your hunger but it will get easier I think for some people they start off and they think oh my god I'm finding this really hard at the moment um like what happens in two weeks time or three weeks time etc um it does get easier your body will start adapting and changing um also back to being smart about your food choices yeah so say for example when I was dieting down for a show I would choose potatoes over rice. I would choose potatoes over pasta just for the simple fact that I would get so much more out of, say, 100 grams of potato than I would do 100 grams of rice or 100 grams of pasta. So it's just, again, about being really, really smart about your food choices and understanding that hunger while in a fat loss phase is normal and it is a good sign. Okay, so back to the questions. Uh, The next question was, how do you stay motivated to train? So 
I'm gonna say it doesn't boil down to motivation because we're not always motivated, and we, all, we there's never gonna there's not gonna be, or there are going to be days where you really don't want to train, and you know it could be a long day at work and you just can't be bothered, or you know you you don't fancy waking up an hour extra early to get to the gym or whatever it may be. There's gonna be days like that, like for everybody, yeah. Um, and this is where discipline comes into it and commitment, yeah? So you need to be disciplined enough to just get up and just get it done. And you need to be committed to your goal to continue to move forward. The commitment, and this is why it's really important to understand why you're doing what you're doing you know, is it because you want to lose some body fat, you're trying to build some muscle, consistency is going to be key. If you start making, um, getting into the habit of <clears throat> making excuses for yourself because you're not motivated that day, then you're not going to have the consistency and you're not going to get the results that you want. So no, we're not always going to be motivated. Even me, there's some days I really, really don't want to go to the gym. But once I get there, I just smash through that sessions. Sometimes I'll have a good session. Sometimes my session's really rubbish, but I've done it and I've got it done. I've ticked it off. That's it. We keep on moving. Um, and I'm a step closer towards my goal and I don't ever regret going. You will regret if you don't go. You will regret if you're not consistent because it will show. Um, so you just need to be disciplined enough to know that, you know, you just got to get it done and committed enough to your goal. Um, and have that in the forefront of your mind. I always say as well to some of my clients um, that if you schedule your training time in, so whether it's training at home or training in the gym or whatever it is, if you schedule your time in and have it in your diary as you would do an important meeting with your boss or, you know, something that you have to do, then it's likely that you'll stick to it. And sometimes it may mean that things may change around in the diary a little bit, but schedule it in. Get into the routine of having times where you go to the gym or where times where you train, you know, be consistent with that routine and it will will fall into place so that when you, if you ever was to miss a gym session, it will be, or a training session, I keep saying gym, um, that it will be like, oh my God, I've... I've you know, something's not right here, basically, yeah, so just make it a habit, you know, whether it be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sundays are the days you train, stick it in, be consistent with it, you know, if you're, you haven't got the ability to be able to have specific times, still plan ahead and know that it's got to get done, and that's a good way of trying, kind of keeping that discipline and the commitment there, um, yeah, so that was just a thought. The final question is, um, why is it some people will eat twice a day and not be able to lose body fat and some people will eat five times a day and are able to lose body fat? Now, this kind of boils down to one main thing, really, which is uh, how many calories you're consuming. So... If you have, if you're consuming 1500 calories, uh, 
and you eat two meals a day and they both add up to 1500 calories and that is your deficit then you will lose body fat if you're on 1500 calories again and you eat those across five meals um, and they add up to 1500 calories at the end and you're in a calorie deficit you'll lose body fat so it's not really based around how many meals you have it's more so based around how much you're eating so what I would question for the person who's only eating two meals a day and not losing body fat is I would question could it be that you're not being consistent have you really been sticking to uh, an average deficit over time or has there been a couple of days here and there where you've been eating more and not really accounting for some of your your intake um because you know there's things that can add up that people don't sometimes account for you know condiments maybe some drinks etc that will possibly take you out of your your calorie deficit see now the reason why i would probably encourage more so eating smaller meals more frequently is that if you only eat two meals a day and you're in a calorie deficit and your calories are relatively low anyway um the likelihood of you adhering to your diet i wouldn't say it's slims because some people can manage it but there's a chance that there's going to be at some point throughout the day where you're going to get overly hungry and probably eat things that will take you out of your calorie deficit so you'll over you'll overeat because you're hungry um so eating smaller meals more often can prevent that from happening um so yeah so i would question those things and it also could be a case that your activity levels have gone down so during this lockdown for example we're not traveling into work our energy expenditure is a little bit lower so it could be possibly a case that we need to look at your activity levels also but if you are sure you've been tracking and and your activity levels are fine and everything then we need to find a way of increasing your deficit so it could be eating less moving more or a combination of the two but the question is are you consistently eating across an average of time in a calorie deficit so that brings me to the end of this episode i will be back to answer all your questions in the next episode to my one-to-one clients and dedicate to eight team i will be in touch much sooner thank you all for listening if you enjoyed this episode please leave a review rate it share it and don't forget to subscribe you can also follow me on instagram at my.remy take care